Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. Hi, this is Keith Sutton with Arkansas Farm Bureau. I'm here today with Grant Pace of Monticello, who is the forestry chair for Arkansas Farm Bureau. Uh, Grant, we've been talking about uh, the weather. Uh, We've had some really bad weather since September all the way through the end of the year. It's continuing now, and it's really kind of put a hurt on a lot of folks in our timber industry in Arkansas. The timber industry contributes $3 billion to our economy. But because of all this rain that we've been having and everything being so wet, they've really had a difficult time the last few months. Can you talk about that some, about what we need to know? Uh, Sure, Keith. I appreciate you doing this. Uh, Yeah, first of September started raining. Usually in September, October is usually our best logging months. And with all the prolonged rain, it's really put guys that usually, well, they move about half the volume that they normally move in those time periods and even up into November, December. And once you get into December, you get into the holidays and that's always slows down the mills or slows down the loggers. And they're not producing as much as they normally do throughout the year. And with the rain and the holidays, it was really detrimental this year. So we got rain continuing. Uh, this week looks pretty fair, but it, it, we've had a lot more rain since the end of last year. And it looks like we may get a lot more. What does that mean for some of our folks in this industry? Is it Are the smaller companies really going to get hurt or is it going to hurt the big ones too what what are we looking at well it does two things keith uh with the prolonged wetness the uh less less volume that the loggers move there are some loggers that haven't put up the money that they needed to for the winter and it's going to hurt some it's really going to hurt it and it's across the board big small either way now it's also a benefit uh our meals are all from south carolina all the way to texas all the meals are low on volume low inventories and it's actually increased the price of pine putwood from four to five six dollar range up to 15 to 16 17 dollars a ton now if the uh landowners will allow you to cut it and the ground's good enough for you to cut it there's a there's a you can cut seven eight years rotation off your off your rotation uh i see a lot of people clear cutting pine put wood now at 15 16 dollars that would take them seven eight ten more years to get it up to that same price they're going ahead and harvesting it and taking it off and that's uh, that's normally what chipping saw is. So when you get a price for pine putwood the same as you are chipping saw, well, it allows you to do more things. 
So it's kind of a good news, bad news situation, depending on what's actually happening where you are cutting, right? That's correct. Now, that's all over the South. Right. From Texas all the way to South Carolina, pine footwood is, is high. And, you know, this was our third wettest year on record. And uh, with that, it is, it is very troubling and hurts a lot of our loggers. But it gives the private landowner an opportunity to make more money. Also, uh, it's it's bittersweet. But if the loggers can hold and uh, go into the make it to the summertime with all the low inventories on hardwood on pine, uh, it looks like we'll have a year that you won't be on very many quotas, which is really going to benefit the loggers if they make it through this period. So let's talk about one other thing. We're here today for Farm Bureau's winter commodity meetings, and you'll be uh, uh, heading up the meeting with our timber industry folks. What are some of the things, some of the concerns and all that y'all might be discussing today? Well, with the Department of Ag, the way they're reorganizing, we think we got all that ironed out to where it's to our landowners and to Farm Bureau's best interests. And in so that's not as troubling as it was. Uh, we still have uh, issues with our, uh, I guess the, and this wet weather's helped that also. But if you don't have it certified wood and it's dry, and they can get certified wood, they won't buy it. Some mills won't buy uncertified wood. So we're addressing the, the certifications once again because once this wet spells over and it gets back dry and gets back to a lot more inventory in the mills, then it's gonna go back to where it was and the landowner's gonna have trouble selling wood that's not certified. And that's something that we have addressed the last couple of years and, uh, trying to get more landowners and more education out to them to do tree farm and to certify their land to help with their uh, with the price of their timber and actually just to be able to move it. When you have 90% of the consumers living outside of the United States, they want certified wood. So that's one thing that we as private landowners are are fighting and trying to get ahead of is getting our land certified. A lot of our farmers are having difficult times with what's going on with government shutdown. Does that also affect folks in our timber industry too? It will at a point when when they try to put in CRP, WRP, or any other of the things, government programs, then that's, that will, that's going to affect us also. Well, we appreciate you taking time to talk to us. I know you're about to get ready to, to conduct your meeting with our timber folks, and uh, we appreciate you taking time to share with us today some of the concerns uh, that we all need to be aware of. Well, it's always good to do it, and if anything we can do to help the private landowner and the private industry, we're here to help. Thank you very much, Grant. Thank you.